Welcome to another episode of the Codex Podcast. I'm your award-winning host, Sonny Kruger, and joining me as usual are my co-hosts, Jamie Wojcik and Tim Morris. Uh, we're award winners, too, because we were in that show. That's so. right. You are a part of that award See, show. you don't have to use me in that. I don't accept participation trophies. <laughs> <laughs> you were part of it. You all helped. I don't accept your participation trophies, Sonny. <laughs> <laughs> oh, then God. Tim will accept <laughs> two uh absolutely jamie could not make it for this award tonight ladies and gentlemen so i will be accepting on his behalf he's very happy and pleased to be a part of the series yes now as i hold up my phone and bring up a pdf (laughs) file thank you yes i actually see quite a few pictures of people literally holding up their phones or pdfs i I feel bad not for that not for what i said but for them (laughs) don't worry sorry i don't i don't no i you're you're cool you can literally probably put print it out and put it in a plaque and put it on the wall i'm saying a lot of peace put it on the you wall may see it somewhere and, and just perspire i hope at so it. get everyone's well, perspective have that picture hmm, that looks amazing but speaking of awards this podcast it should have won some awards sometime because it's a great episode ahead of everybody today we will be reviewing bloodshot and it is setting the bloodshot setting the world on fire <laughs> <laughs> Guys, making me laugh. Yeah, we got some comic book news ahead of you. Earlier today, we had a pre-show where we mentioned that the League of Extraordinary Gentlemen is getting a reboot. We also talked about the Fantastic Four, possibly getting John Krasinski as its new director. So feel free to check that out if you haven't already. And then I said today on our actual episode of the Codex Podcast, we have our topic of the week, which is which comic villain would you like to see get their own movie or series? I'm really excited to talk about that with you guys. And... First, let's get on with our comic news. And Jamie, I'll let you take it away with pretty much the biggest news of this week. Yeah, we're on and we're live. No. Um, so we had the trailer drop for She-Hulk yesterday. And Jamie's first instinct was to post TikTok about it. So you guys go check that out <laughs> on our TikTok at the Codex Station. Make sure to follow. Um, and I thought it was okay. I don't want to go too far as to being like my expectations are blown out the water um i think it's cool i think the way it looks is cool um especially if you haven't seen it yet we're going spoilers obviously with a trailer because it's a trailer um it's been out for 24 hours if you yeah. haven't seen it yet you live under a rock yeah like all the shows that these guys haven't seen um, <laughs> and, and it's a trailer so <laughs> yeah so you know it, it was cool to see the way hulk or bruce banner was still professor hulk in a sense um still talking to jennifer as she's transitioning to the hulk um i don't know her actually being she hulk and walking around i thought was a cool aspect of the whole thing seeing abomination again blew me away i was like yes finally oh yeah um yeah no it, it to me it's i'm i don't know that much about she hulk so i can't get the hype behind it for me personally um, I thought it was funny at the end where 
she was carrying her date away and i was like oh if some girl could do that for me that'd be amazing <laughs> so i'm taking applications down the comments down below um you guys can just shoot me one and i'll go through them um but no it i thought it was funny i thought it had its moments i found out that it was nine episodes for the run that's so interesting i'm kind of excited to see what happens with those nine episodes but the thing that gets me and this is what really does bother me is where does this fit into the mcu timeline because if you notice hulk he had his whole arm it was fine mm. um abominations there so is it taking place after shang chi or is it before where they have him captured you know that that's the thing that's getting to me is where is this where is this going to fall into place at mm-hmm. more or less it, it isn't more of a you know oh it's a show because we all know moon knight kind of just went with itself there was no yeah. particular spot where it could fall into they didn't talk about you know being gone for five years so there was no blip at that time they didn't say it in the trailer so it to me it's kind of like if it fell into a different section, kind of like what Captain Marvel did at the beginning, mm-hmm. then I'm not that excited about that aspect. But the rest of it, yeah, I'm, I'm going to watch it. Because Definitely. it would basically explain that she's always been there. We've just never seen her. Right. And it's like, okay, if we if she was there the entire time, how come she didn't help Tony be alive right now? Right. No. Um, but I don't know. What do you guys think? What, 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 what did your expectations come from from there? Go ahead, Sonny. Uh, me? I was excited for it. I liked it. Like I said, it didn't give too much away. Like, oh, right now I know everybody was going to be in there. And I, th- I think it's going to take place after kind of everything that's happening. Because mm-hmm. like I said, then, then where was She-Hulk during all of these big events? So mm-hmm. I think it's going to be after. And I did see that it is going to be a 30-minute show. So that'll be the thing. The episodes will be shorter. I was saying that they're going to be 30 minutes. Okay. And I liked it. I really, I thought, I thought she looked sensational. Yes. Yes, see, so that's going with one of the She's an attorney at law. She's not sensational. Your butt looks so good in that. Yeah. I know, right? <laughs> but yes, and I did like that there's a little bit of humor. I think, so, you know, the original comic was, yeah, the Savage She-Hulk, and then later in the early 90s, Sensational She-Hulk, where it was more comedy. Mm. They broke the fourth wall a lot, and I think I believe they're going to, I believe that this series is going to be more like that one. The whole, so yeah, She-Hulk more of a Deadpool 90s. feel? Yeah, kind of a Deadpool feel, but with She-Hulk, breaks the fourth wall. <laughs> And I'm hoping they can do a lot more because I do remember with some of those She-Hulk, even not too long ago, I gave you guys a question. It was something where like she was doing a parody of another comic book mm-hmm. and they did quite a few parody issues. Oh, I remember it was, the, it was the cover yep. that we were talking about. Yeah, I got somewhere that notes. But yeah, so I think they can do a lot of interesting things with that. I hope they don't go too far into the comedy like which just trying to be funny the whole time. Like I said, the day part, I do like that. That looks funny. She's carrying a guy, right? Because she's big, strong She-Hulk. But <laughs> I can only dream. But I would like it if they maybe they could do more with it. Like we see, how, we saw Howard the Duck in Guardians of the Galaxy before. Maybe there was a comic book with She-Hulk and Howard the Duck in one of those, like the storyline that I mentioned and that do you know. Right. So maybe they could do a little funny things with certain characters like that. Because really, Howard the Duck, I don't think he goes with many other stories but like how a Doug fits with everybody fit and there. nobody at the same time <laughs> that makes so much sense sunny I, I i don't think that they're gonna take the deadpool route and have her break the fourth wall that's not the impression oh. i got with the trailer i think it's going to be a healthy mix of comedy and action someone speculating yeah absolutely <laughs> Uh, that, that's what it looks like to me. Uh, a lot of people were complaining about the CGI, like every 
other comment I read on the YouTube uh, link or whatever that had the the trailer on it. They were like, CGI looks okay. Uh, I'll wait and we'll judgment. We still have months to go. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, We're lucky we're getting a trailer right now. Enjoy what's in front of you. It looks great. It looks, it looks awesome. It looks funny. Uh, The actress that's playing She-Hulk looks amazing, both as a person and as the CGI She-Hulk. It looks wonderful. I think it's going to be really good. I'm excited for it. Yeah. And it will, it is set to be released August 17th. Perfect. Right on. Right at the end of the summer season. Three months to go, yes. I'm excited for She-Hulk. Yeah, oh yeah. I'll be watching it for sure. Yeah, you know what else we can get excited for, though, guys? Yes. A little bit of room, room coming from a one-shot. Tim, what are we Absolutely. So, uh, Marvel is having a 50th anniversary for the one and only Ghost Rider, and they have a one-shot coming out to celebrate his wild in fantastic history. Now, the article I have here is from CBR.com and it's written by Sean Gribben, and this is what he has to say. So, uh, Ghost Rider Vengeance Forever number one is going to be the one shot, and it's written by Benjamin Percy with art from Juan Jose Ripe. I think I'm saying that wrong. You are. Okay, then no, I'm no, apologize. you're saying it correct. I meant to say, oh, okay. <laughs> and it celebrates the any hero's legacy and creative history. And, uh, it goes on to say for the 50th anniversary of Ghost Rider, they wanted to do something epic. So we dreamed up an issue that channeled and celebrated the wild legacy of all the creators and stories who came before them. So, yeah, I'm looking at the cover for this. The cover is unreal. Uh, I can't see who the artist is, but it just looks absolutely beautiful. It's got a Ghost Rider standing there. Half of him is on fire. You can see the inside of his skeleton. And then a bunch of pieces of his history from before the Dan Ketch uh, motorcycle, Johnny Blaze, uh, the Knight Rider, and all of that stuff. It is absolutely amazing. It looks wonderful. I am super duper excited for this. <laughs> Uber. Yeah. Super yeah. duper. Absolutely. Too, guys. It's Ghost Rider. You can't go. Well, I mean, people have gone wrong with Ghost Rider before, but with something like this, I, I think it's going to be really awesome. What do you yeah. guys think? And as they were saying, like you, know, they were trying to call 2022 like the year of vengeance. So mm-hmm. finally, it's good to hear about this coming out. And they said the cover looks amazing. The story sounds amazing, like you said, to pay homage to all like the the Ghost Rider stories in yep. the past. So I'm really looking forward to it. And there is no set date, uh, no set release date yet, right? Uh, let me take a peek, real quick. So wasn't it, wasn't that August too? I think they were it's... trying to say like somewhere around August, but no, like nothing set. But they were, I think they were hoping for August. Uh, I think it's August. I think August is when this is going to come out. But uh, let me double check for sure. Yeah, but I'm excited for it. Amy, yeah. how about you? But yeah, no, I'm, I'm definitely excited for it. I mean, I'm a ghost no, rider. No, it is August. Fan. August 22. Okay. Okay. Um, I, I do like Ghost Rider. It, it was the fact of all the changes and everybody who, you know, helmed the Ghost Rider lure at a time that kind of fell off. Mm-hmm. Um. But no, even Benjamin Percy was the last writer, I believe, um, for Ghost Rider itself as his own solo series. Yeah. And I thought that was great. Like, I, so I can't wait to see how he takes the lineage and, you know, mythos of Ghost Rider over the years and throws it into this one shot. Because the only way I can see it happening is it being an 80 page. I hope so. That mm-hmm. would be perfect yeah. instead of it just being 22. Yeah, there's no way you could tell in 22, I think. Mm-mm. No, it'd have to be something double-sized. 
they had too much history, too much, you know, the character that's had so many characters playing. Cause like I said, if it was like 22, 20 pages, yeah. you can have people in like a couple panels each. And we don't want that. We want to see a full story. Yeah. yeah. And, and you have all that, all those years of Ghost Rider. Yeah. So 50 years, like, man. 50 years. But Sonny, do you know that, uh, you know, there's you know? a certain comic character that might not be with Marvel anymore? Yeah. So we may be, we will, we will be getting a Ghost Rider one shot. But Marvel may be losing the rights, the license to the character of Conan the Barbarian. It's funny because the article I sent you guys, it kept just saying, Bleeding Cool said this, Bleeding Cool said this. But yet it was hard <laughs> to find a Bleeding Cool uh, article. But yeah, basically. Because Marvel they have to take is, it down because it's not worth it. Yeah, yeah. Well, I was trying, maybe it was really taken out because I was trying to find it. I'm if bleeding, bleeding cool. cool puts it out, you might want to wait until another source does before you uh, stand behind that. <laughs> it's clickety clackety bait. Right there. <laughs> so it isn't final, but this, it's really looking like Marvel will be losing the rights to the character of Conan the Barbarian. And that's what they're trying to see what may happen. Are they just going to call him Conan the Sumerian? Or, you know, like what's going to happen, especially with him about to be in Savage Avengers right. it's mm-hmm. set to be released and then they're about to lose the rights to him and then like even right now there is a current Conan the Barbarian series that is being released throughout the year Right. so Amy, I know you were saying you had a lot to talk about with them possibly losing Conan the Barbarian man oh yeah no well first off with the whole Conan thing to me like him being in the series like the savage avengers and stuff if you lose him you can't keep going with it you can't just change his name and be like oh yeah this is conan the frolicker like you know it it, it doesn't no work neck. that way yeah it doesn't <laughs> work that way yeah they would probably come up with a new character at that aspect but conan is to me like the redheaded stepchild of the comic book industry that dude has been <laughs> tossed around more times than you can blink what he's and, been in idw dynamite Mm-hmm. Dark Horse, Dark Marvel, Horse, yeah. yeah, yeah, he's been he, everywhere. He, he's been everywhere, and you know sometimes that's a good thing, but in this case, it's a bad thing. So, what my idea, and what I'm hoping for, is that they lost IDW lost the rights to or gave up the rights to Transformers and GI Joe. Yeah, Hasbro properties, I believe. Make a trade. Take Conan. Give us them. Give Marvel uh, Transformers and GI Joe. Yeah, and then IDW takes Conan. Hey, as, as they're selling point. behind. You know, because there's there's so many massive stories that have been told before Marvel, and he's always been like this jumpy independent character as it is. Mm-hmm. Give them back, give me Transformers and G.I. Joe, and I'll start reading it again. See, yeah. I, I agree with that. Uh Marvel losing Conan, I don't think is is gonna hurt them in any way, shape, or form. Savage Avengers will have to be scrapped and whatever they're doing with Oh, they won't them. scrap it. They'll be, they'll be like, Oh yeah, Kazar to... <laughs> somebody. There's other characters yeah, there you that go. are like there's, there's a, Yeah. All you have to but, do is uh, have anti-venom kill him or something, be like, exactly. Oh, he just didn't need to die randomly in a panel and that'd be it but any series they're working on obviously would come to an end i think conan would better be served like you said jamie at idw where stories of his nature can be told or dark horse let dark horse take him back and tell their conan stories i think that would be a good idea conan's always been more of an adult type story to me anyways and with marvel and there's their restrictions not really going above that uh i i don't think that the proper Conan stories can be told at a place like Marvel. Right. So we'll see what happens with Marvel and Conan the Barbarian, if they keep him or not. But so we may be losing him from Marvel, 
but Jamie, tell us some things we're getting from DC. Ooh, look at you in transition there. That was good. I like that. <laughs> um, but no, we are we got preview pages of Chip Zdarsky and Jorge Jimenez's uh Batman coming out in July, I believe. Yes. Um yep. guys, July I am, 5th. yeah, July 5th. Starting off with Batman 125. And I am like a kid in the candy store right now. Yeah. <laughs> horribly. Because I can't wait for this. After seeing these pages and how the artwork looks and the feel of what's happening is, I don't know. I just, I, I, I'm gnawing at the bit right now. Like, just come on, let's get to, get to July. Let's do this. Um, I, I've loved all of Zdarsky's work up to this point. Um, obviously, I don't have all the Daredevil collection, but Tim's read all of it. Uh, yeah, oh, if you guys have, if you need to get something to get into Zdarsky before he takes over Batman, the most recent Daredevil run, read that, absolutely, and that'll get you as hyped as Jamie and I am for this. Yeah, because Tim at first, when I told him it was better than, I think, Miller's run, he didn't believe me. Mm-mm. He 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 didn't believe the hype that I was throwing at him, and then he's nope. like, dude, I read the first 10 issues in one night, and I'm like, what'd you think? Because I got to read the rest. <laughs> It was amazing. <laughs> uh, do you know how many issues he did total? With 35? Well, no. If you count Devil's Reign and what he's working on right now, we're past 40. Okay. So the, the main series, I think, was 35 or 36. Devil's Reign was six issues. And then you had Daredevil, the woman without fear, which mm-hmm. was three. So, so yeah. yeah, over 40, close to 50 Daredevil issues. You guys can read it all before July 5th. So get started now and you'll be done. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, it, it, it's worth it. it. And just Sonny, I'm I recommend that to you. That's my recommended recommended reading for Sonny. <laughs> yeah, nice. And you know, I'm a Daredevil fan and it, it did look good. Uh, yeah, but going back to the, the Batman preview, I thought it looked good. I thought it looked dark. You know, you're getting into it and then you see well, a little spoiler, somebody's been murdered, right? It's and like I was saying before. It's got story, that, I, I think it looks good. Yeah, it's like I said about Zdarsky's Daredevil stuff before. It's got that real cinematic feel, like that television serial type feel. And those first four pages had exactly that same type of feel for it in, in the Batman preview. Absolutely. Yeah, well, guys, you know, we're talking about something great. Let's talk about something horrible <laughs> and how they're trying to change it. So, so funny. <laughs> Oh, no, Tim, this is your yeah. name. Tim, Tim. So, I just saw Sonny laughing, so I automatically <laughs> thought it was going to him. This comes from our favorite news source, Giant Freaking Robot. And the I saw type... that, I was like, Giant Freaking Robot, <laughs> from Tim. And the title of their article is The Most Hated DC Movie is Getting a New Cut. And this is by Dan Lawrence. And I knew this... it as soon as you sent it to me. <laughs> I, I, I just read that title and I was like, they're, they're doing this here. So basically what he's talking about is, is there is a lot of buzz in the Warner Brothers Discovery room uh, for executives and stuff like that about putting out an air cut of 2016 Suicide Squad. Uh, You can thank a little bit of fan momentum for that after the Snyder Cut was released on HBO and whatever you thought about it four hours or not it it was good it was really good and a lot of people were very happy with it in this however they say that according to industry insiders so it's just rumor mill at the moment nothing's confirmed until we actually see it hbo max could announce an air cut of suicide squad as early as today 
I haven't seen or heard anything about that yet. So uh, I think we're going to have to wait a little bit longer. But failing that, uh, the Reign of the Ill-Fated superhero movie will definitely hit Warner Brothers emerging streaming service later this year. And they also cite that prior predictions regarding Warner Brothers and DC have come to light, notably terminating Warner Media's chairman and Sarnoff. Uh, following the Warner Brothers Discovery merger, and Sarnoff was one of the people that prevented a potential air cut of Suicide Squad following the successful Snyder cut of Justice League. So with that person out of the way, the possibility of an air cut is all the more likely. Now, uh, I love Suicide Squad. I had no problems with it whatsoever. I enjoyed it. I thought it was great. Uh, Jared Leto's performance as the Joker was average um <laughs> but uh you're gonna make me quit everything <laughs> i've built but uh a director's cut i know ayer said that uh what we saw on screen was not his vision at all so i'm very curious to see what it is and from my understanding that there is a finished product of the ayer cut too so it's all about just putting it out there jamie what do you think i think they just need to burn the whole thing <laughs> Honestly, I don't think the fans deserve it in that case because they're going to sit through and be like, this is the same thing that we got before. Why? Oh, just two minutes of extra footage. Yeah, that, that's how I feel. Because <laughs> originally reading it, he's like, oh, I had like 30 extra minutes. 30 mm. extra minutes ain't going to change that movie. I'm sorry. Like, you, you could tell me, if you told me, okay, so this whole movie was not my idea. Here's the original idea. That might, you know get me be like okay cool let's check that out then because it's not the original movie right tell me you got an extra 30 minutes i'm not i already paid for hbo max i ain't clicking on it to watch it at that point like it's not because it was terrible it was but it it, it's just i i don't like the movies where it's like this extra seven minutes changes the whole thing it no it doesn't yeah well like three sentences in there doesn't mean anything well, like with Justice League, the, what we got on screen versus what was put out on HBO are two very, very different things. Exactly. Yeah. So, yeah, 30 minutes in an air cut? Mm, I don't know. I don't know. But then again, like this the- was when it first, when Snyder Cut first actually came out, and they're like, mm-hmm. we're going to do the air cut now. And yeah. then they came out with, I think it was 30 minutes, if I'm not mistaken. The like, extended. 30 minutes ain't going to save that movie. <laughs> you had to burn it, bring it back to life, and then try it again. Or just burn it and just leave the Suicide Squad as the primordial, you know, Suicide Squad movie. Sonny, shine some hope on this, man. Thank you. Uh, Tim, and thank you, everyone, for see. showing up today. It's been a great show. <laughs> I couldn't help but see B. Larson behind you. Oh, yeah. <laughs> she pokes you in from time to time. Yeah. But like you said, Jamie, a few minutes just added doesn't change the whole movie. They would have to change kind of the whole thing, the whole tone. I think maybe that'll be what they go for. Like, I remember when I first saw the trailer, and it seemed more dark. I was like, yeah. wow, this trailer looks... I was really excited for it. And they came out... I thought it was more of a, like a fun movie, but I wasn't like, oh, mm. this is amazing. This is everything I thought it was going to be. Like I said, it was a little more silly, more of a fun watch. But hopefully, they'd be nice if the air cut was more of a darker version, like what we, what a lot of people thought we were going to get with that original trailer. Yeah. So I think it has the potential to be, to be better. I don't think it's going to be completely change the movie, but I would like to see a darker version of it. Well, what about a darker version of a potential TV show? Yes. There's a Gotham Knights gets its series greenlit for the CW after the cancellation of Naomi, Batwoman, and Legends of Tomorrow. 
Oh, got Naomi got canceled? Series. Yes, Naomi has been canceled. Thank God. Men is not taking those royalties anymore. <laughs> so those three are gone. And now CW has Gotham Knights. And it is the story is about, spoiler warning, that Batman is dead and it is a world with post-Batman. And it is about his child, or his, his adopted child, which is a new character by the name of Turner Hayes. Not Damien, not Tim Drake, not yeah. Jason Todd, not Dick none Grayson. Of none of the established just, characters. Just a new already. Character. They're saying they could make an appearance in that series, but it's like, why? You had so Let's many good characters to use. New. Yes, they had so many good characters to use, and they make somebody new, and he would be played by Oscar Isaac. No, Oscar Morgan. <laughs> Oscar, Isaac Oscar no. <laughs> yeah. Oscar so went things, from too. great to horrible. Man. As long as you put yeah. personality disorder, he's going to be fine. <laughs> he, a new series where he thinks he's Batman's son. Yeah. But, yeah, so this new character, it's, he is getting in touch with other, I guess the uh, other supervillains mm-hmm. are framed for this murder. And they're like, no, no, no it's not us. So <laughs> well, we know we kill people, characters. but we didn't kill those people. It's, it's a yeah. new character, a new character they're going to put in the yeah. show that actually did the murder of Batman, not probably, an established yeah, villain. <laughs> And it is by the, the trio that was behind the series of Batwoman that was, like I said, also canceled. <laughs> but yeah, honestly. Sonny was once in one just, of those, wasn't he? Yeah, <laughs> Batwoman I've worked on. So that's the only thing that makes you think, well, hopefully Gotham Knights could be filmed in Chicago so I can make a little extra money. And then get it canceled again. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, Far, Fargo is still going strong. So not everything I've worked on has been canceled. Was that Sonny Krueger on uh, Batwoman? Nah, we ain't making this show. Forget <laughs> it. Over. He'll try and come around and be on this. We can't show. have the award-winning Sonny Kruger on it. It's <laughs> below his pay grade. We yeah, we can't afford him. We might as well just scrap the whole thing. Yeah, but still, they should still just take a chance. Even if even if <laughs> I get their show canceled in one season, Gotham Knights. Like I said, it, well, you got Ruby me, Rose to just quit. So I mean, yeah, that going before. before that day I worked there, they literally like we have no actress for Batwoman. Just imagine she's coming down. <laughs> yeah. They just literally say, just imagine somebody's coming down. Imagine there's bats. Uh, somebody's oh, sure. going to read the part. Oh, yeah. I remember you were just like, you guys got to scream, go, ah, and run. Just pretend there's bats and run. Good old, good old times. That was an episode, I believe, two of our podcast. Sonny, let me. Yeah, that was early. When you do the background stuff, are you the same character in every show or whatever you've ever been in like the guy in Fargo are you that character just in another television show yes he's oh, got a mustache every always time. different yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mm, you, you should, you should be the same guy <laughs> <laughs> what should I, say? I got I got shot I wonder in Fargo. who killed I the Riddler <laughs> <laughs> I got shot I could take a bullet I could take bats and in other shows you could I take could bats walk by yeah I could that, oh my it's like Corona started Oh, so he wow. literally came by after like a month later. Yeah, he's like, I, I got attacked by bats and others Corona. This is crazy. <laughs> <laughs> it was literally a month later that everything got canceled. Yeah, after I worked on bat one a month later. Sonny canceled away TV. From bats. <laughs> I'm sorry, guys. Like, <laughs> it, could, it couldn't handle me. Way to go, Sonny. Way to way. go. <laughs> hey, I got more people inside. They can they can read comic books, you know. Oh, all these canceled shows and delayed shows. Yeah. So Got the nights. We'll be on CW sometime in the future. We'll see. <laughs> but now we move on to comic. We move on from comic news and we get on to more shows. We get on to our works. We, we didn't get a say. <laughs> oh yeah, 
Thanks, Sonny. What are we talking? Okay, guys, what are your opinions on Gotham Knights? I know you're no comment now. Yeah, Let's sorry. We were all chatting about it. I don't know if you guys are <laughs> that excited for Gotham. Knights. I was excited for Misha Collins playing Two Face in the series, and you're just like, and we're gonna move on to what I want to talk about. <laughs> Okay, tell us about that. Tell Your us about ego Collins. can't fit through the door Thanks. anymore since you got those PDFs. Jesus. <laughs> hey, man, I, was tr- I was trying to do a good job of doing the transition. Let's see, I come too far ahead. Great I'm delivery sorry. on the I transition got, site. I, wrong timing. Exactly. I, I got a PDF now. You guys can't speak. <laughs> no, I got to print it out, guys. Okay. Yeah, now, yeah, now I got to print it out. No, Let's do um, another take on that. No, we're good. But no, it, I'm excited for Misha Collins playing Two Face. I just want to throw that out there before you know Sonny goes into his next transition on what we're doing. Um, I him playing Castiel and Supernatural going into this, I think is going to be perfect because of his range. Um, and that's all I had to really say. Now that I'm feel like I'm time constrained here because he's like, and moving on. Let's go. <laughs> oh no, I'm good. Jamie said it all. So did you. We're good to go. Let's move on. <laughs> Okay. I can't even breathe right now. Since Tim is ready to move on. (laughs) Tim is losing it here. He's losing it because cancel Sonny. (laughs) No, it can't can't be done. I won't let it be done. I'm (laughs) just keep winning, sir. Thank you. (laughs) That's right. I'm a determined man. And one thing I'm determined about is that fan fiction I've been writing for the man who has everything. The fourth and final episode slash chapter will be posted Friday, and it is called Episode 4, Mercy. And have mercy on this show. (laughs) And I've been having auditions for it. Auditions have started for for the man who has everything. Are you auditioning yourself for the role of Superman? I did. I auditioned the other day. (laughs) I said I'm going to play Superman. And he got Superman. Go figure. The director must really like you. It hasn't been confirmed yet, but I say I have to audition. If I can't do an audition, then why would I get it? So I've, I've auditioned, and other people auditioned, and next week there's some more auditions. And it's being next week. So we'll tell everybody that so far the plan is that I will not be on the episode of the Codex Podcast next week. I will be filming a series about a series. And yeah, so we've, we've got a lot of that coming up. I got Friday, Monday, Wednesday, a lot of filming. And once still, I'm like, okay, I got to tell you guys this with the filming next week. Oh, yeah. Just a little bit of Chicago news. I mean, it's not so different for people who live in Chicago, but for those who aren't so familiar with it, a lot of people have guns. One of the actresses is going to be on a series about a series, works as security, and she told a story the other day that as she worked, she stopped a woman from getting in a nightclub, and she said, I need to check under your wig. The woman was not very happy. She checked under the woman's wig, and the woman had a gun. Oh, wow. Just a little bit of you know, another day in Chicago, women hiding guns under their wigs. Be, be aware, wig guns. There's going to be like little signs now in Chicago, like with the yellow no diamond wig guns allowed with a wig hold up with a gun sitting on someone's head. Yes. So caution may have. That may have. If bullets fly, it look like they're flying out of someone's head. It's probably because they have a wig or a gun under their wig and they're just pulling the trigger. Oh my and Lord. another thing I did, I will have a mail call coming next week. And me and Tim, we have a review of Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness coming up 
Championship tomorrow will be posted, right? Absolutely. The uh, review for Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness with me and Sonny will be posted on Thursday. If you're watching this on YouTube, it was posted last week, so go catch up. Thank um, you for that, Tim. I was about to <laughs> intervene on that one. <laughs> yeah, no, it's it's good. It's a great review. Some of the best reviewing mm-hmm. I've ever done, and we had a special guest join us in the middle of it, too, or actually right in the beginning all the way through. So uh, if you want to know what I'm talking about, uh, go check it out. Yeah, absolutely. I did it with you, but I didn't get to see the, the final version. It's, I'm very excited to see how it turns out. <laughs> Jamie has seen it, so he is yes. aware. <laughs> I have to see everything or else it doesn't work. And um, I, I called him as soon as it happened. I was like, dude, uh, yeah, about three minutes in, this is what happened. I'm I'm not going to scrap it, but if you're okay with it, I'm going to do this underneath. Yeah, do that. That's awesome. Yeah, we, we kind of brainstormed on how, how it should go, and we were just laughing the entire time. So I'm excited for everyone to see it. I this laughed. was this was at like 10:30 your time. I called you because I was in yeah. the middle of editing it. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that was fun, dude! It just popped out of nowhere. I'm like, okay, well then, just add it in. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> so yeah. Seeing that. And that was my way to also transition to you guys taking over our works and talking about. See how he like explains it to us now when he's doing transitions. (laughs) Like now you're allowed to speak. (laughs) (laughs) My my cameo guests in the series about a series you may continue. He gets in one review outside the podcast and he's better than everybody else. (laughs) I've gotten a few reviews. Yeah, we got a lot of cool stuff Major. coming up. No. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of cool stuff. The Doctor Strange reviews on its way. Tone Supa, uh, co-host on Codex After Dark, he's got a wonderful review for the Doctor Doom miniseries that yes. is on its way. Uh, decoding panels, uh, Dark Knights of Steel three, four, five, and six are fast approaching, uh, and Deceased is right behind that. Uh, Codex After Dark's going right along, guys. It's Saturdays on Twitch at 11 Eastern, 10 Central. So with new thumbnails. Yeah, yes, okay, with new thumbnails. Uh, thumbnail. <laughs> and I showed Tim the breaking the code thumbnail. Rough. That looks doing. amazing. What he's got now, guys, looks wonderful. But Jamie's going to put his magical spin on it and make it look even better. So be prepared for that. Uh, what else do we have, Jamie? What else is going on in Codex? So I got TikTok still coming up with our Comics 101 theme that yeah. we're going to start doing. Um, so if you guys got ideas of stuff that like you wanted to know when you first got into comics, drop a comment down below. Let us know so that way we can kind of touch on it for others that don't. Um, yeah. More recommended readings. We got more reviews, a lot more reviews coming now. Um, so you guys will be seeing probably about 40 of them, I guess. Uh, I'm not going <laughs> to say how, but if you're subscribed and following, you'll yeah. know um yeah there's just there's just so much we're doing and it just doesn't stop we'll be also if you guys are watching this right now on sunday or saturday whenever i get a chance to post it um, <laughs> on the weekend friday go check out twitch.tv slash the kodak station and go check out our breaking the codes that we'll be doing yeah. i don't know how many we're doing yet because we're not on friday yet but oh we're doing three okay yeah um we're doing three so go <laughs> check out all three of those live right here on Twitch, if not on Twitch, you'll see it weekly on YouTube. That's right. Yeah. Subscribe, guys. Close yeah. to one hundred number on YouTube. Uh, we're at, what eighty nine? Yes, we're eleven away, guys. Eleven. They're gonna like start unsubscribing after you did that. <laughs> <laughs> but this goes. Wait, I thought we were eighty nine. Now we're at seventy nine. 
Yeah. 69, 59. Oh, sorry, guys. Tim yeah. breaks things. Tim is officially fired. <laughs> hey, since Tim has been fired, zero. <laughs> no, it's going to be permanent. <laughs> <laughs> we start losing subscribers because you're going, yeah. You're like, this is not a transition, Mark. <laughs> it is absolutely a transition. Hey, no, we guys. Another subscriber. Great. Cool. <laughs> Follow us right here on Twitch. We're trying to get to 50 and we are oh so close. We need your help to do that on YouTube. We are 11 away from the big one zero zero and we need your help to get there too. We're almost there guys. So follow, subscribe, like, share, tell everybody you can about the Codex station because we got a lot of cool things coming. Yeah. And there's 150 videos that you get to pick from. Absolutely. Yes, Lots of cool stuff. 150. <laughs> <laughs> And if you are the number, if you are the 100th subscriber, you get a certain prize. Yeah. So we're going to leave this open for everybody. Now we were using it for comic character of the day. Um, if you are part of comic character of the day, make sure on our most recent video, if you are the 100th subscriber on the most recent video, put from comic character of the day, you will win $35 comic gift card. And we're going to put this out to the public too, as well. So if you guys are watching, you guys are the 100th subscriber. All you have to do, is put 100 subscriber down below when it hits 100 leave uh your name in there as well and we'll be contacting you yeah how much actually has a lot of stuff in there like the story we're reviewing today yeah yeah all kinds of cool stuff hold on i got a spider trying to interrupt i'm trying to get on the show no let it bite you because that's how people turn into superheroes oh okay okay. let me grab it yep okay Let me grab it hey Sonny's not here this week um well he was supposed <laughs> to be in the studio but he died <laughs> it was like listening to tim's horrible again. advice tim went like this one too many times he got cross-eyed and had a seizure it was the whole thing hey guys but now we go on from our works to our topic of the week and our topic of the week this week is which comic villain would you like to see get their own movie or series Jamie, I'll let you take it away with the top three comments. And as always, with the top three comments, they are in no particular order. And all these come from Comic Character Today. So, guys, if you guys are watching, go follow them and like the Facebook page. Great community, great conversation, great bunch of people. And we're even in there. So, you guys talk to us, too. Um, so, first one we got is from Jackson King. He says, says the Kingpin. Do it like Peaky Blinder style, where he's consistently fending off others. Um, we have Lance Reader, Black Cat, not sure who I'd cast for Felicia, maybe Anna Taylor Joy. Ernest Williams says Dr. Doom. There's so much story there. Oh, yeah. So thank you all three of you for participating, letting us know. And guys, like I said, Comic Character Day, go check it out. Cool. Yes, yeah, so like I said, we got Dr. Doom, Black Cat. Wait, what was the first one again? Kingpin. Uh, Kingpin. Okay, Kingpin. Okay, yep. So. All those characters can have great stories. So for me, my character is, you could take the, the leader of the team, but I was more looking at the team. And I pick Freedom Force. If I have to pick one, I'll say Mystique. And then she leads Freedom Force from the X-Series, X-Men, X-Factor, all of them. Mm-hmm. So that is you know, Mystique, Avalanche, Pyro, Blob, Spyro. Um, Rogue was part of the team for a little bit. Wasn't and- Destiny? Destiny, yes, Destiny is the one. I got to make yep. Destiny who sees into the future. You got to have Destiny. Even um, Crimson Commando was in there for a while. Mm-hmm. So I would like to see that team get more of a series because if you get a movie, 
okay, maybe they're going to burst somebody. I could see it almost being like a suicide squad, something like that, right? We already got that. And even Marvel has Guardians of the Galaxy is a good team, but they're more of a fun team action. Yeah. I like to see Freedom Force get a, a series. I'm going to have to start writing some ideas down soon. I'm getting excited. <laughs> when I was thinking about this, I was like, hey, there's so many good things because Freedom Force would fight a lot of the, the villains or a lot of the superheroes of the Marvel Universe. They'd fight, I remember I, well, I read an issue. They fought Daredevil. Yes, they fought X-Factor. They fought X-Men. Imagine a series where each episode, they're fighting a different superhero. Either you have like a character who's not so big and they beat them, they take them in, or they every now and then fight like a big character. And maybe mm-hmm. the character beats them. So like they're not unbeatable. I think a series about Freedom Force could be really interesting and really good. Right on. And then maybe we can even have a finale or something like that where Rogue takes <laughs> Captain Marvel's powers. Right on. Uh, my choice is not so much about a villain per se as it is about a place. Uh, and uh, that would be the bar that all the D and E list villains go to the bar with uh, no name. Yeah. The bar with no name. Uh, but every season would have one villain as a, like the primary main character of the story. Tatter Demalion. He was but, there. But uh, you, you, yeah, you'd have uh, was there, yeah. just whatever takes place uh, throughout the season or whatever, have villains get killed off or silly things or whatever. But I think that would be cool because then you can bring yeah. spotlight to a lot of lesser known characters, get rid of characters that nobody cares about, et cetera, et cetera. Make a really good show out of it. All right. Yeah. Well, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to make yeah. your idea better, Tim. Okay. Have it where they're all in there and then each character is a different season that's in the bar as they're talking to each other. So like, hey, Eric, we'll take care <laughs> of this. And they're talking, say it's like, I don't know, Scorpion talking to Craven. Scorpion's like, I gotta go take care of the spider situation. Then and we don't see him again. Then we don't uh, we don't see him again. But then the next season is when he left <laughs> and went to go do his thing. Shocker just never for, catching a break. Yeah, shock shocker's talking to everyone. He keeps coming back in the bar for drinks, and we see him come back in. And then when you see other people's seasons, you just see shocker in the background crying in his hands or something. <laughs> yeah, come on, right shocker up the, deserves right better. Shocker Amazing. does. They did them. No, they did them dirty with Spider-Man. You're the shocker now. Okay. That was, yeah, I'm the shocker, I guess. Um, but no, I if I have if I had to pick one, I'd pick a team too, Sonny. But I'd have to go with Thunderbolts. Nice. Cool. And just do a whole series about that, kind of like what you were saying, your style, where they t- it's like instead of villain of the week, it's hero of the week. Yeah. And go yeah, that be, route. Thunderbolts would be cool. And you, you have so many interchangeable parts you can use. Like, there's so much of a broad team mm-hmm. that you can pick and choose who basically you want on it. Yeah. Yeah. Marvel Suicide Squad without being the Suicide Squad. Yeah, that was that was the yeah. best uh, prank ever in comic history was that whole series. Because <laughs> no one knew it was going to be a bunch of villains. They just thought, oh, cool, a new team. And then they're like, and we're going to make them all villains. Hmm, You're where like, have we what? seen that before? Yeah. Marvel stealing right DC's on. ideas. <laughs> well, cool. I, I really enjoyed our topic of the week. I saw yeah, a lot of people were commenting. I'm glad everybody had fun with it. And again, we will have another topic of the week posted online soon. But thank you all for commenting on that. And now, everybody, it's time for that game. Do you know? Uh I hope so. I well, hope we, I win. We kind of know, but for those of you now watching in the segment of Do You Know, you better know, please don't put the answers into the chat. All of us can see it. 
um, unfortunately. So we don't want to give anything away. So if you guys think you know the answer, hold it to yourselves till the end of everyone answering. Yeah. All right. Or wait to the end and talk, jump in the chat and let us know what you think. Even we might be wrong. Who knows? Tim's wrong. I'm, I'm wrong a lot of the times. My comic knowledge is vast and wide, except when we do, do you know, and then I know nothing, Jon Snow. I feel like when I'm put <laughs> on the spot, it's the worst possible thing <laughs> that ever happens to me because like, I'll know the answer and I'll just be like, duh. <laughs> what who's iron man i think the sinestro one i'm like i'm like i'm like i know jamie knows this i know he's just freezing wow Dude, sinestro, i was yeah. so mad about that was the worst day of my life and then i came back <laughs> like yeah, i've had pretty bad back. days but that was like the worst of them all you waited all week to get back on the episode <laughs> sunny you <laughs> i was gonna cry i think i did that day a little bit <laughs> little baby cry okay uh, so the order for today is me, then you, Jamie, then Sonny. Is that right? Yes. Okay. Perfect. All right. You don't get so, a point for that one. I uh, actually, I do. Showing up. That was the first question of my do you know. No, I'm sorry. Never mind. Th- that okay. means we all get points. Yeah, there you go. Yay. Uh, okay. So we are going to be reviewing this dude behind me, Bloodshot. And Jason David Frank. Bloodshot has been on screen before with Vin Diesel, oh. but before that, someone else played I just, him first. I haven't even asked my question yet, so you can't give an answer until I ask the question. I thought we had this conversation. Do you know, Sonny, uh, what former Power Ranger played the first live-action Bloodshot? Jamie's not allowed to answer <laughs> Then I'm going to say Jason David Frank. Huh. Yeah. How about that? That yeah. is actually correct. So, yeah. I'm sorry. I didn't know there was going to be your first question. <laughs> Thank you. You were like, this guy behind me. And I was like, yeah, Jason David Frank. And you just looked at me like, how did you know? It's Interesting. I, do you know? It's because I know. Wonderful. So, yes, Jason David Frank, the MMA fighter and Power Ranger. And that was from Bat in the Sun. It might not be the second question. I'm sorry right now. <laughs> well, all my questions are gone. Uh, no, do you know the name of the uh, six-part web series that he was in? Bat in the Sun. No, it was called Ninjak versus the Valiant. Oh, Universe. I thought oh, it was both. <laughs> it was Zeus. done by Bat yeah. in the Sun. Yeah, absolutely. I watched it. That's so, thanks for giving Sunny his point, Jamie. Way to go! Thank you, man. We're one step it, closer. <laughs> always appreciate it, bro. To not letting Tim win. <laughs> Jamie, it is your turn. Go ahead. Jeez, man, I feel bad now. <laughs> no, well, Sunny's gonna get two points here, so you're gonna be fine. Uh oh. Um. So we all know that the She-Hulk trailer dropped. She-Hulk, yes. Yes. So do you know where Jennifer Walters is from? Where she lives? Oh, uh, not like how she came into the world? No. Okay. Um, no one needs that idea. I'm going to say New York. Yes, New York. New York City. Wow, both of you are wrong. Los Angeles. <laughs> That's what I was going to say was Los Angeles. I thought you were going to get that one, Sonny. I was like, this is an easy one. Uh. <laughs> I should have, yeah. I guess New York is just like, there's so many from New York. I just, yeah. It's like my go to answer, especially. Yeah. Okay. Then I had to get wrong. Okay, guys. Now, mine, it does have to do with that guy behind Tim, the guy we're reviewing. Vin Diesel. Jason David like Frank. <laughs> I mean, let me ask before you, you go. Oh, oh, sorry. Okay. Okay. But it is National Pet Month, guys. So I thought I'd ask you something with pets. What? Is what is Bloodshot's dog's name? <laughs> Who knows? <laughs> Roy. 
Uh, shot blood. Bark blood. Well, blood, you're close. You guys are close to blood, but Bloodshot's dog's name is Bloodhound. Of course, it is. <laughs> Jason David Frank. Vin Played Diesel. Yes. <laughs> Voiced by Vin Diesel. Oh my lord. Okay. Moving on. Vin Question Diesel. number two. Ja- Jamie, no. We can do this. We can get more questions together, Jamie. <laughs> Absolutely not. You're welcome, Sonny. All right. So. Bloodshot comes from a comic book company called Valiant, as you all are aware. Uh, which Dark Horse. For- no. Which <laughs> former Marvel writer slash editor co-founded Valiant Comics? And we have talked about this before. Yeah, we have. Mm-hmm. Jim Shooter. Jamie, what do you say? I gotta go with Shooter. You are both correct. Way to go. Good job. You both See, man, we, we did it together horribly. Yeah. Two points for both of you. Yes, Jim Shooter, 1989. First published books were licensed under something called uh, I can't remember, but uh, they did uh, uh, Voyager programming or Voyager Entertainment, something like that. Okay, and uh, they started doing comic books for licensed properties, Nintendo and WWF at the time, which is now WWE. And those were the first comics they put out before they started doing superhero stuff. Fun yeah. facts. So all the way around. Go. Wonderful. Still stick with my answer, David, Jason David Frank, though. I have um, to get the next two answers correct in order to even tie with you guys. Well, we all know that Gotham Knights is coming out and it got greenlit. <sighs> There's a certain villain slash anti-hero slash hero, all three combined, that not many people talk about. So do you know what was the first appearance of Batmite? And I will take the name if you guys don't know the issue number uh i'm gonna say detective comics nightwing uh, would you say something nightwing tim's got a point yeah it was oh, detective yeah. comics 267 right on all right yeah bad might is a little <laughs> dimensional character that goes through different times and thinks he's batman but he's not oh. i'm catching up Right. Don't worry. Oh. The next answer is gonna be Vin Diesel from Fast and the Furious. Oh my God! It's all about family. Well, speaking of uh, Vin Diesel and Bloodshot, we know Vin Diesel played Bloodshot in the 2020 movie. If that's when it came out, okay. But before Vin Diesel, question is: Do you know which actor was in negotiations of playing Bloodshot? Christian Bale. Um, I can't remember his name. I know I, I can think of it, but I can't remember. I'm going to say get, John oh, Morrison from get, WWE. At this can point. I but change I, my answer? Okay. John Morrison and who do you say? Uh, I want to say Adrian Brody. Well, guys, we could say this actor is kind of like our family because you mentioned him so much. Jared Leto was in talks of being bloodshot. God, that movie wouldn't have been made. Think about it. (laughs) As soon as I saw that, I'm like, okay, this needs to be a do you know question. The method acting for Bloodshot would have been Oscar. Oh, you know what? Actually, I wish they would have cast him. Now that I think about it, shoot me. Yeah, do it. He he's good. My my (laughs) body can regenerate, Jared. No, no, it can't. I worked my abs out so bad you can shoot me right in them, like right up here. (laughs) 
Yes, I knew I'm like, that's wow. one. I have to ask you guys. Yeah, so your letter did not get that part. He yeah, thank God to be in a failing movie. <laughs> okay, question number three. Let's see if you guys can get this one. Hmm. Uh, many, right, many, we can do it, man. Many, many writers and artists have gotten their start at Valiant or came from larger companies and worked for Valiant, did some of their best work there. Do you know which current creative vice president slash creative director, formerly CCO of Marvel, was an artist at Valiant? I may have stumped them, ladies and gentlemen. Chip Zdarsky. Yeah, I'm going to go with Chip Zdarsky. I, I, I was thinking that too. I didn't want to say it out loud, but that's the only one that's an editor from them I know. You are, no, uh, creative VP slash creative oh. director currently at Marvel that was a, used to be an artist at Valiant. Barry Windsor Smith. Okay. Sonny, you want to change your answer? Okay. I was just saying that. Um, I will go with Tom Taylor. Jamie, your guess is good, but it's wrong. Uh, the answer is Joe Quesada. Joe Quesada's uh, original start into comics was at DC, but he later moved to Valiant before moving to Marvel. And he did interiors for Ninjak and Solar Man of the Atom. And he also did excellent cover work for a lot of Valiant books. So nice. there you go. Okay. So we all know there is a long list of Robins. Okay. But do you know the forgotten one? And what was her first appearance? And her name is Carrie Kelly. The Dark Knight Returns. That's a pretty good one. (laughs) Uh, I'm just going to say Detective Comics. Are you sure about that one, guys? Yes, the Dark Knight Returns. Yeah, it's Dark Knight Returns. Yeah! <laughs> I should have just went, yeah. <laughs> we are going to tie this episode. Oh, no, we are not. <laughs> we're all at okay, two points right now. Jim's coming two. back up. Guys, I think I think I may stump you with this one. <laughs> I think we might be tied at two. But let's see. We're talking about Conan the Barbarian. You guys ready for this? Yes. yes. Do you know... The first appearance, not comic books, just in general. The first appearance of Conan the Barbarian. It was uh, in a novel. Uh, yeah, Conan the, the Barbarian. <laughs> the novel, yes, yeah, a book written in the 30s, I believe. Did you say it was in pages? Or did you, or you I just agree? I was just like saying, like, yes, it was on pages. <laughs> oh, okay. I didn't know if you were giving like a hint saying it was on pages. I was like, Okay, but is that your guess, Tim? Uh, yeah, it was in a novel. I can't remember the name of the novel, but it's... I feel I feel like that was the Arnold Schwarzenegger movie was the first appearance. So you're both wrong, Tim. You were close when you were saying the 1930s. Conan the Barbarian appeared made his first appearance in 1932 in a story in Weird Tales. I was close. <laughs> no, you weren't. So, guys, yes, I was. I said it was in the 30s. Two's around. Deuce well, around. Sonny would have tied Deuce if I wouldn't have given him the answer. And by the way, I'm sorry, Tim, ahead of time. 
as soon as you said it, I, you pointed at him. I'm like, oh yeah, Jason David Frank played him. Th- that is okay. This made for the best do you know ever because we all got two points. Nobody won today. We all got participation awards. We all got PDFs. <laughs> yes, participation <laughs> awards. Yes. <laughs> so we're gonna have to make it. We're gonna have to make it and send a PDF to everybody, and we will have to take. We have to show our pictures on our phones of our awards. Hey, on I this don't, day, we won. Don't, do you know? I don't, I don't think there's been a comeback like that since Jamie's redemption episode. You can't top my redemption episode. <laughs> exactly. <I> was, <laughs> this was, is underneath that, but there hasn't yeah. been a comeback like that since that episode. Yes, you're always underneath me. I know. That sounds weird. It's a good comeback. <laughs> <sighs> okay. Do you know is over? Wonderful. You know is over. Gentlemen. Good job. Good job. And I know it's it's usually me who's under both you guys always on the show. <laughs> Where you belong, <laughs> taking our transitions and thoughts away from us. How dare you, guys? I always do come back, and Tim, you had quite a comeback. Thank Almost you. like Bloodshot, who always comes back from the dead, which brings us to our review of Bloodshot: Setting the World on Fire. Yeah. And start us off with credits absolutely so this is the bloodshot uh series from 2014 i believe the summer of 2012. valiant 2012 yeah 2012 but uh we're doing the first four issues and here are the credits for that so writing goes to Dwayne swarzinski artwork is two people goes to manuel garcia with arturo lazi uh, inks go to Stefano Guadiano and colors are Ian Hannon and letters are Rob Steeny. All right, guys, I will start us off with our review. So we get this guy bloodshot and we see him like, in a family. <laughs> yeah, the guy. We got this random guy bloodshot <laughs> just throwing around. Yeah, if we're going to call him this. So he doesn't know his real name and he starts off. He's having a family life. Everything seems perfect. And he tells his wife, oh, I need to go. They have the guy, the man who mentored me. I need to go save him on this rescue mission. So, you know, I thought you were going to be done. He says, you know, there's one more job. I need to save him. So he goes down, and then he ends up getting captured. He gets basically killed, but it's just his way of regenerating so that he gets inside, that he infiltrates this place. He gets captured by Dr. Crew. Let me make sure that I'm saying it right. Dr. Kuritich. Yes, yeah. Dr. Kuritich gets him and then plays, he shows Bloodshot that, hey, you've been used this whole time. All your memories, you don't have a family. You have all these memories of this family, that family, that family. It's just whatever they're using you for to complete their mission. So once Bloodshot finds this out, the Project Rising Spirit attacks this place and eventually kills Bloodshot. As they're bringing him back, Bloodshot you know, now he's starting to see more of his character, more of the, I guess you'd say, his family, characters that were in his past. He's seeing them, but they're kind of helping him. Hey, go this way, do this. And Bloodshot is finding his way through. He wants his revenge on Project Rising Spirit. And then he like, gets taken down. He brings the plane down. Excuse me. The helicopter. Was it a helicopter mm-hmm. plane? I believe it was a helicopter. Yes. And then yeah. a nurse by the name of Kira, which we don't find out her name till very late in the story. Yes. But Kira is in the ambulance and he stops it. He's like, okay, I'm taking you hostage. You got to help me out with what's, what I'm doing because he wants to find his home, as he said. So he finds one of the women that played his wife in his mind 
And at the same time, we have the villains, Mr. Ho- Mr. Dodge, mm-hmm. and they want to use a young lady, a young lady by the name of Pulse, to get Bloodshot. They've used her before in the past to stop him. She has how do you explain her powers? Something with electrical abilities, like electromagnetic, that, uh, like a discharge where it stops everything. Yeah, there we go. Thank you. And yes, so due to that, she's very deadly against Bloodshot. Bloodshot takes Kira to the lady that he believed was his family. They're finding out more what's going on. And then as they find out that Mr. Dodge and Pulse are on their way, Bloodshot kind of shows these people that he's not so bad. He's not just this random killer. He only took them kind of hostage because he was trying to find out what's going on. And he takes Kira. They go on the run because he says, okay, once this person comes for me, she's going to wipe out everybody. Everybody's going to be in danger. And then Mr. Dodge, they make Pulse, use her power, and then it, it stops the ambulance, and then we have the confrontation, and that's where I'll stop. If you want to know more, feel free to read the story of Bloodshot. But for me, I enjoyed Bloodshot. I like this character. I knew of the character, but I didn't read any. I didn't see the movie. So I was glad, Tim, when you gave this to us to read. I read it. And this I, was the, the run that inspired the movie. So the movie was inspired. Okay. Yeah. I heard that the movie didn't even say his name once. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't I seen like, the wow. movie, so I don't know. <laughs> I heard that, yeah. But I was like, okay, make it. I have a long list of movies and stuff to see. So it, it's kind of on the list now. A way I don't want to see it because I really just love the comic. I really enjoy this comic. I like the action, the violence. I like the story. I don't think it was the, the greatest, but I think it was a very good story. I want to read more. After reading these four issues, I'm like, okay, I want to read more. The ending, I was a little surprised because I thought it was going to be a story that was completed in four and then I'm like okay it ends and you know there's more to go so like, okay yep. we didn't get a complete conclusion to the story but I enjoyed it and I give Bloodshot setting the world on fire an 8.7 Sonny I had you in mind when I picked this out too because I knew you Jamie not to say that you wouldn't like it but <laughs> but Sonny a horrible like, as, way to do this as soon as I <laughs> thank you was Sonny you're gonna love it Jamie shut up as okay. soon as Jamie was like, Tim, it's your pick. I know exactly what I'm going to choose. Sonny, you'll love this story. Here you go. <laughs> right on. And you did not disappoint. 8.7 out of 10. That's amazing. Yeah, I really liked it. So, Jamie, what did you think of this story? All right, story? let's get on to this train wreck of a story, shall we? Ooh. No. Um. So, like Sonny said, it, it starts off uh, him being a family man, doing what he needs to. I'll kind of allude to some things. Uh, the one thing that he did say when he was going on that mission was that he would be home soon in time for his kids uh like they were going to some festival or something yeah um oh he was gonna be in the dunk tank and you know he's telling uh i forgot his name the general uh sonny you would know that i can't remember offhand the one that was the one that was going against him earlier okay yeah so yeah the name is (laughs) yeah we'll move on the name is getting Uh, away from me yeah yeah it's case let's try to make you remember the the main main names yeah so he's talking to him and you know, he's like, can you believe my son, you know, signed me up for a dunk tank. And he comes home after finding out that he needs to do one more mission and basically tells his wife that it's just recon. He's got to go to the perimeter and we're going to be fine. Obviously lying to her and going straight into battle. Uh, you know, Sonny kind of hit more of the main points. Meeting Pulse and one of the lines that I did enjoy from it was them talking about we got to get the weapon out now. We've never tested it before, only in places that, you know, are abandoned in deserts. And 
they're like, there's people here, there's hospitals, there's, you know, think about bringing planes down using this. And that was with the, um, what do you call it? Uh, my magnetic pulse. And they're like, we, he's like, sir, we can't really, you can't do that. And he's like, it's been tested. We'll be fine. Which most people <laughs> would say. One um, thing I got to say, sorry, man, real quick with that part, since you're on it, I don't want to forget. I almost forgot mine when they're talking about that. And when they're saying getting ready and then they say, okay, everybody get rid of your phones. And the guy looks at his phone. And he sees like, oh, it's like a man. Naked woman. He's like, damn it. I'll ne- <laughs> yeah. Some things will never get back. Right. <laughs> So, you know, we move on. He's seeing what he thinks is his family the entire time, kind of helping him. And they kind of finally tell him like, Hey, we're, we're not. Um, when he finds out the woman that was supposedly his wife at the time, mm. it was just a memory of the general's like one time ex-girlfriend. Yeah. That he from, had in high school, from, yeah. from high school and just used her name because he was using people from his life. They only met once. Um, and you come to find out that the son that she has is like 24 and mowing the grass in the backyard. Yeah. Uh, it was a cool scene where he's got the sniper on him being like, I need you to answer questions or I'm going to blow your son's head off. (laughs) Uh, but yeah, I, I do agree with Sonny in one aspect where the fourth issue ends. I, I didn't like that because I was like, the story still needs to be told. It's not really a resolved arc. It's more of just a full, let's go and see what happens. Right. You know, um, so overall, I'll give my rating on this. Everybody's not going to be shocked. Um, 10 out of 10. I'm not sunny. <laughs> no. Um, so for 9.7. Oh, no, not even close. No, not even, not even reversed. Um, but no, with art, and this is my biggest problem is they use like a realist, hyper-realistic and art touch to when he was with his family. But mm-hmm. then when we got to him being regular bloodshot, it was yeah. more just sequential art throughout Going the Going between the two. And I didn't like that aspect because it did, when you went back to the family aspect, the facial like construction changed the entire mm-hmm. time to me. Um, so with that, I give the art a six. Okay. But then with the writing, I give it an eight. Okay. So I am going to go with 7.6 as okay. my grade. That's still not bad though. I mean, did yeah. did you did you enjoy what you read the four issues? Was it something that would after those four make you want I, to continue? I felt cheated more than anything, I think. I, I think that's the right word to use is Yeah. that wasn't a complete wrap to an arc. So I don't understand how they can call it an arc and not have a ending or at least a resolution at the end and right. that was one of the other things that bothered me the most is we didn't learn anyone's names until the very last page yeah. you know from by the way what, my name's kira yeah and then what, oh, what okay. was, oh what was it pulse we didn't know pulse until like issue three and she was in the first two issues it grabbed the girl well like you saw her in the first issue in yeah. in the beginning oh, and, and then was, you didn't okay. see her again. and that was a different thing that was another thing that was different when we seen her in the first issue, she looked like a teenager mm-hmm. to me, like a, almost like 17, 18. And then when we yeah. get her in like the, the fourth issue, she looks like a five-year-old. Well, because what happened during that time with the gray goo and all that stuff that took place in the past. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Then that yeah. makes a little bit more sense. Yeah. Cause they've had project rising spirit has had her pretty much since she right. was a kid. No. Yeah. Okay. That's understandable then. But so me, it was that, I don't know. It, it just it just irked me a little bit that there is no mm-hmm. closure, and then you learn that the girl's actual name is Melissa. 
Mm-hmm. But you didn't learn her name was Pulse until like issue three and then issue right. four in the last page. Oh, yeah. By the way, I think my name is Melissa. And doesn't even like confirm it. I just think it is. I'm unsure. I don't remember. See, this is what I like to do when it's my picks. I like to pick something that's a little outside the norm for what we read. I mean, this still stays in the realm of superheroes, but it gives us all a chance either for myself to revisit something I haven't read in in 10 years or to give you guys a chance to read something that you haven't read at all. Uh, Now, with my opinions on this, uh, the first four issues has a very Punisher type feel. I think that it may have been heavily inspired by the Punisher movie with Thomas Jane. It's got a lot of that in it, but uh, it's uh, still original enough and they use the aspects and origins and pieces from the original run and Valiant to bring him into the modern age. I really dig that. I enjoy that. Uh, it's very, very graphic. Uh, yes, not intended for uh, younger readers. No, absolutely not. Again, Tim with another pick with more naked butts and a lot of violence. I didn't yeah. see any naked butts in this one. He was naked like 15 <laughs> times in the whole thing. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I was like, he's naked, he's naked again. <laughs> I, I I agree with you, Jamie, where you said that the, the four issues, you just didn't get enough and you felt like you were cheated. I felt that way when I first read it during the summer of Valiant, it. And I felt that way again after I was finished. Um, but overall, I really enjoyed the aspect of the two different art styles, like because at first you you saw it, obviously, but you didn't know what it was. So I just took it under the assumption that it was uh, him with his family. And then when he's as bloodshot, it's something different. Well, come to find out, you know, this is what he's seeing in his mind. These are the memories he has that never happened that don't exist. And the regular artwork of him as bloodshot is what's going on now. And I really enjoyed that. So overall, I mean, with artwork and writing, uh, the the grade is the same for me. So my overall grade is an 8.5 out of 10. Uh, I enjoyed this series when it came out before, and it does get better, uh, especially with him intermixing with Exo Manowar and uh, I'm not Harbinger. reading. Ooh. Yeah, Ooh, and, I'm pumped now. I'm not and, reading this at all. And Harbinger and the Harbinger Wars and things like that. Valiant really knocked it out of the park with this. See, if you never would have said anything about Manowar being in there, I probably <laughs> would have read it. And now I, it just jumped to a five to me. Takes place later, but you know, there uh, is a they're talking about making a Harbinger movie. Uh, yeah, Paramount yeah. has the rights, they bought that from Sony. The original idea was for Valiant to have a cinematic universe through Sony Pictures, but uh, because Bloodshot did not so well, uh, they were like, Yeah, Paramount, here you can have the rights to Harbinger, take it. We don't want it. You so, guys, you guys realize I had a goldfish once. Oh, sorry, I thought we were talking about things <laughs> that don't matter. <laughs> But no, on, you know, if, if there's a, another Bloodshot movie and a Harbinger movie, that means there, there's a chance for Exo Man of War. That's right. Played by one Sonny Frank. Sonny, yes. you and I are pretty close in our grades. I give it an 8.5. You give it the highest grade of the of the week with 8.7 and Jamie's down at 7.6. That's right around, though. I mean, with with our different well, critiques good, and yeah. things like that. Yeah, it's it's still solid series. I'd recommend it for people that like to be disappointed. Sure, there you go. <laughs> like myself. <laughs> but I, I did enjoy it. Like I said, it was a yeah. good recommendation for me. Like you said, you had a feeling I would like it. I, I did like it. I enjoyed it. So all right. Good, on. good story. And it made you want to read more, Sonny. So it that's did. all that matters. That's I was going to, and then you said Man of War. <laughs> well, you know they are in the same universe, right? I don't care. <laughs> now it's a must read for me. Yes, but, absolutely. Yeah. 
epic crossover event. You're a wizard, Bloodshot. Yeah. <laughs> oh God. Nanotechnology. That takes up Bloodshot. And now, Jamie, you have our next pick for us. Okay, so I'm doing something a little bit fun this week, guys. I have two choices. I'm going to let you guys decide which one we're doing. Exomana War. Tim, you get to decide which one we're doing. Uh, absolutely. <laughs> Go ahead. No, I'm no. ready. Okay, so it's between the five issue Absolute Carnage, which was the Donny Cates run. It's five issues. There is like 170 tie-ins for it, but only the five main issues that we're going to do. Mm-hmm. Or the 90s Hawkeye Volume 1. How many issues is that? Four. Ooh. Because hmm. I couldn't choose. I like both in their own respective ways. Not saying it's a 10 out of 10 for me, but... I'm going to put my vote on Hawkeye. Only because that's my son's favorite character, and he would slap me in the face a hundred times if I didn't choose that. So, you know what? I will go with Tim and Ethan, and I will go with Hawkeye. All right. So, Hawkeye would be the next review we do. And you said it's four issues? Four issues. Interesting. And it is on Marvel Unlimited, Sonny. Okay. And it's not eight. Don't worry. It wasn't a digital. <laughs> Since it's an older one, it yeah, be this is all. Yeah. Is, this oh, called, is it just called like Hawkeye? Uh, it's just Hawkeye. Just, I'll send okay. you what it looks like so you guys can. Okay, well, that's good. I'm looking forward to it. Looking forward to reading and reviewing Hawkeye. Guys, we had a great fun show. We PDF participation trophies for all of us, and we tied and do you know. And thank you, everybody, for watching. And I'm going to head out of here. Hopefully, I will see you soon. I don't think I'll be seeing you next week. But after that, you'll be seeing a whole load of me, and I'll be back with maybe with some more PDF trophies. So take care. Thank you all. All right, guys. And as always, please follow, like, subscribe. Make sure you guys are kind out there to one another. You never know what anyone's going through out there, and a smile can change everyone's day. And as always, I will see you in the next one. And don't forget, ladies and gentlemen, we are on all the socials, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, right here on Twitch, over on YouTube, TikTok, and our Discord. All you got to do is type in the Codex Station, and that is where you will find us. We are also on podcast streaming platforms. Once again, type in the Codex Station, and that is where we are. Ladies and gentlemen, my name is Tim. This guy over here is Jamie, and down below is the immortal Sonny Kruger. This is the Codex Podcast. We are the Codex Station, and we will see you next time.